To God be the glory. Would you continue to celebrate the wonderful ministry through music? It is an honor and a blessing to be here at Atlanta First. Your pastor, Jasmine Smothers, would you give her a hand clap of praise for her leadership and ability? Would you give this wonderful music team a hand clap of praise? And for each and every one of your leaders who do such a fantastic job as a faith community and a congregation, we welcome each of you who are here in person, and we thank God for those of you who are watching around the world for your participation in this wonderful faith community. Thank you so much for celebrating Advent and the holiday season. It's always a pleasure and an honor when I hear of churches or individuals who are using uh, the resources and the particular one that you're using is hope and advent journey thank you for the investment of time thank you for the investment of energy and you help me and others become better at what we do through your reflections on the writings through your commentary and most importantly through the application in your daily lives this is advent the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we declare and decree joy to the world. The Lord has come. This is the season of celebration. This is the season of celebration. This is the season of celebration. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. And if you believe it, would you join me in giving God a hand clap of praise, a hallelujah, a thank you, Jesus, Whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Our scripture reading today from the New Testament, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 11 from the Common English Bible Translation. Listen to the word of the Lord. Nearby shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their sheep at night. The Lord's angels stood before them. The Lord's glory shone around them, and they were terrified. Some translations, and they were afraid. The angel said, don't be afraid, exclamation mark. Look, exclamation mark. I bring good news to you, wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Let's pray. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far along the way, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and ask it all. Amen. In the middle of nowhere in this rural community, these shepherds who were tending to their flock, suddenly at night, an angel of the Lord appears, and they are frightened. They are startled. They are afraid. And as this angel of the Lord appears, the first words that come out of the angel's mouth, don't be afraid, look. I wonder why these angels would, or rather these shepherds would have been afraid 
And I believe it's because shepherds in their day and age weren't considered high in the community. They weren't the notable ones. They didn't have all the followers on social media. They were on the outside. They were marginalized. They were these outliers on the edge of the community. But suddenly, God shows up in the middle of nowhere to these marginalized, outcast individuals and says, in spite of how you view yourself, in spite of what other people think about you, I have chosen and selected you for such a time as this because you are special, you are called, you are set apart, you are my chosen people to share the greatest news you will ever hear or ever declare in all of creation. And that good news is for unto us a child is born, a savior, and his name is Jesus. I came today to let you know, in spite of what you think about yourself, in spite of where you've been, in spite of where you are, in spite of where you may go tomorrow, you need to know that you are loved by God, you are seen by God, and God has chosen you in spite of what you think about yourself. Why? Because you are a creation of Almighty God. And just like God spoke to the shepherds 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years later, God is still speaking to you and you and you and you. And what God is speaking is that I am not through with you yet. What is God speaking? I am still here. What is God speaking? I am still a deliverer. I am still a healer. I am still a blesser. I am still a way out of no way. I know you've been through COVID, but I am God above COVID. I know you've been through cancer, but I am God above cancer. I know you lost your job, but I am God even above a job loss. And if you believe it, tell somebody, praise be to God. And so 2,000 years later, God is still giving good news and God is still selecting individuals just like us who feel unworthy, who feel unloved and devalued by the world and the people in it. But in spite of what we've been through, God is still choosing us to celebrate good news. The angel says, don't be afraid. Pastor Smothers was right. We have a choice to make every single day of our lives. And the choice is fear or faith. It's fear or faith. We have so much to be afraid of in our world today. Wars and rumors of wars. Sickness and poverty. Hurt and pain and unforgiveness and brokenness, and loss, so many things to be afraid of today. And something tells me, although we have more technology and more networks than we've ever had in modern day history, we're still like those shepherds 2,000 years ago on a dark night in the middle of nowhere, still afraid. But God is challenging you in this Advent season to choose faith over fear. Notice after the angel said, don't be afraid, what did the angel say? 
the angel said, look. And I often wondered in my own life why it is that I would have to be encouraged to continue to look. And I thought about how difficult life can be for each and every one of us, so much so that life can cause us to shut down. Life can cause us to build guardrails and barricades, but I've discovered it's one thing to have physical guardrails. It's one thing to have physical barricades, but it's another thing to have guardrails around your heart, barricades around your mind, and guardrails around your soul. Life can be so traumatic from time to time that we can barricade ourselves in and we no longer see the goodness. We no longer see joy. We no longer see peace. We no longer hope that today will be better than yesterday. We no longer wake up believing that the sun will shine again. We no longer believe that we can have joy again, love again, peace again, have a career again. Even after mama is gone, can the world be better? Yes, even after daddy is gone can the world be better yes why because life has a way of breaking us down to the very base of everything and we wonder can we still have good news and yes the answer is good news is available through Jesus Christ in spite of what we've lost and so 2,000 years later God is still telling us not only to have faith but to keep looking Look for goodness to happen. Look for peace to happen. Look for healing to take place. Don't be afraid. Keep looking. On the days of my life when I'm most afraid, I pull out the prayer of the famous and well-known Thomas Merton. And what has been penned the Merton prayer. And this is what it says. My Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I don't see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so, but I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I'm doing. And I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, God, will I trust you always, even when I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Don't be afraid. Keep looking for the goodness of God. Why do we have to keep looking? We keep looking because Jesus' birth is a sign of confirmation. What was the confirmation that the angel gave 2,000 years ago it was a confirmation of good news, wonderful, joyous news. And I like this, it is 
for all people. Sometimes we want good news to be for some people. Sometimes we want good news to be for our network and for our friends. But let me tell you about Jesus. Jesus is good news for your enemy. Jesus is good news for the person that didn't forgive you. Jesus is good news for the unlovable. Jesus is good news for those who are in. And Jesus is good news for those who are out. Jesus is good news for Democrats. Jesus is good news for Republicans. Jesus is good news for independents. Jesus is good news for the poor. Jesus is good news for the wealthy. Jesus is good news for the literate. Jesus is good news for the illiterate. Jesus is good news for all people. And that is the confirmation. And if you believe it, somebody shout amen. Good news. And so 2,000 years ago, the angel gave wonderful, joyous, good news, not just for some people, but good news for all people. And that is the power of confirmation. Over the weekend, I upgraded my iPhone, Jasmine, and I'm not as up to date as you are, so I had to at least get into modern day history and so I said I might as well update my iPhone and so I called the provider and we had this verbal conversation and and, and it started out going back and forth about what I had and, and what I needed and, and what they offered and, and we finally settled on the new upgrade for the iPhone and so after that they send me this email with everything that I've ordered and I had to approve it. And so there was a sacrifice that had to be made, and the sacrifice was a financial transaction. And I also had to take a leap of faith and make sure I wanted to make, Ted, the sacrifice of finances. And after I decided to make the sacrifice of finances and take the leap of faith and hit the button that said, I approve, then nothing happened. And watch this, I became afraid. Because I wondered, I made this big financial sacrifice, I've hit approve, and there's no response. Something says to me, Olu, check your email. So I check my email, and on my email, it sends me a confirmation letter. And the confirmation says your approval has been recognized, your purchase has been made, and your receipt is in your inbox, and your phone is on the way. That's confirmation. What is Advent? We have been approved by Almighty God. And there was an exchange, not of money, but an exchange of grace that cost me nothing. And 2,000 years ago, not my iPhone, but Jesus Christ arrived as a baby in a manger for you and you and you and you. And if you thank God for the confirmation, shout amen. To God be the glory for the confirmation that Jesus is what? Born. Watch this now. Before I got off the phone with the service provider, he gave me an alert that because the phone was in such demand, it's going to be on back order. And you might not get it as quickly as you desire it. But that's the way the world operates. There is no back order in God. Jesus isn't on back order. 
Love isn't on back order. Grace isn't on back order. Mercy isn't delayed. Jesus is here right now. And that's why we celebrate Advent because Jesus is what? Here. And so we're not afraid because of confirmation. We're not afraid because it was also a sign of salvation. After the angel says, good news, your Savior is born today in the city of David. It was a sign of salvation. Jesus is the fulfillment of prophecy. Who can ever forget that great prophet Micah in chapter 5, verse 2? As for you, Bethlehem of Ephrathah, though you are the least significant of Judah's forces, one who's to be a ruler in Israel on my behalf will come out from you. His origin is from remote times, from ancient days. We're not afraid because Jesus' birth is confirmation that God loves us. We're not afraid because Jesus' birth is salvation, not just for some of us, but all of us. But finally, we're not afraid because of confirmation. We're not afraid because of salvation. But we're also not afraid because Jesus' birth represents continuity. The angel concludes by saying, he is Christ the Lord. It's confirmation, it's salvation, and it's continuity. Jesus represents God's presence of power throughout all the ages. The same yesterday, today, and forevermore. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I didn't have the privilege of growing up in a sophisticated city like Atlanta. It was a small town in Texas, and those old, uh, uneducated adults would continue to add to Isaiah and say, not only was he wonderful, not only was he a counselor, not only was he a mighty God, not only was he everlasting father, not only was he prince of peace, but he was a bridge over troubled water. He was water when I was thirsty. He was a doctor in the sick room. He was a lawyer in the courtroom. He was a wheel in the middle of a wheel. He was a healer in the midst of COVID. He was a deliverer when I lost my brother. He was a way out of no way when they laid me off. And I don't know what name you call Jesus, but I know whatever name you call Jesus, it represents God's presence and power in your life and here on earth. Why? Because Jesus is present today and forever. And that, friends, is the power of Advent. And so we celebrate today 
confirmation. We celebrate salvation. We celebrate continuity. For those who are here and those who are watching around the world, faith is a choice. Fear is a choice. And as the family set aglow these three beautiful candles, this third candle, the rose candle, the pink candle, the shepherd's candle, represents joy. What I've learned after living a little while is that every day of my life, when I wake up, I can choose to be afraid or not. I can choose to have faith or not. But I've also learned more recently that joy is also a choice. And it's the words of the song that we've sung in the church for years. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away. The choice this Advent is yours. Will you choose Jesus? Will you choose joy? Will you choose faith? It is your choice. It is your choice. It is your decision. Let's pray. God, we thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. As we celebrate this Advent season, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we also acknowledge the power of choice. The choice to choose if this will be an ordinary season or ordinary day? Or will this be an extraordinary season? An extraordinary day? When we say goodbye to our fears and we say hello to our faith and we tell Jesus we choose you not just once but we choose you and surrender to you every single day of our lives. And we choose joy. This joy that we have, the world didn't give it. And thanks be to God, the world can't take it away. In Jesus' name, amen.